Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Here we go. And once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And wow, last week we had some more rock splitting politics. Rocks were rolling down Capitol Hill. Why? Because the circus was in town. The clowns came out. Oh, excuse me. No, it was the House Judiciary Committee. They had Corey Lewandowski on, and he, they kept an arrow of four or five hours and they um, and they were trying to put on a show to make sure Trump got impeached or will get impeached and I think Corey uh, pretty much handed it right back to him <laughs> we're going to listen to some of the House Judiciary Committee hearings with uh, Corey Lewandowski there and of course if you don't know those who don't follow politics as close Corey was Donald Trump's first campaign manager and then he ran in a little trouble not from Trump but from the media saying he was too mean and he was mean and pushing reporters down and anyway they got a new uh, campaign direction but Corey uh, helped get Trump started and was with him for many many weeks and months uh, leading up to the the when the caucus is getting ready to start in the first primaries but listen before we get to that there is something there's a sound that you've heard before some words you've heard before I want to play them for you then I'm going to play a little clip from Fox News' Greg Jarrett and he had Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch on talking about someone that we've heard in the news someone that was well respected at one point in his life and uh, high up in the FBI acting director of the FBI even when Donald Trump was president so uh Let's take a listen to this, and then we'll get on in the show with uh, Corey Lewandowski and uh, the circus and what became a circus which started out as the House Judiciary Committee uh, hearing. This is CNN, the most trusted name in news. (laughs) This is CNN. Now, that second time, I believe, was the actor James Earl Jones, who used to be the voice of Darth Vader in Star Wars. And the first time you heard the most trusted name in news, uh, and then you heard all the laughter, that's what it's become. Now, one time, CNN had great, uh, I won't know if they always had great coverage, always liberal, and yet they had uh, James Earl Jones saying, this is CNN, in his authentic voice that gave it a good, robust uh a round of what people might think was truth but now they're reporting <laughs> and nothing but a, a hate trump uh network is hate trump all the time there's nothing 
that ever the plays uh, that will help Trump. And and they uh, just it's like they're pulling weeds and and not even real stories. And then what happens? They come along and who they've hired Andrew McCabe. Who? Well, let's just listen. I'm I'm gonna play you a clip from Fox News's Greg Jarrett. Take a listen to this and just think about what CNN used to be. I want to ask you about Andrew McCabe, who is now a full-time employee, a contributor to CNN, um, who this morning was suggesting that Michael Horwitz, the inspector general, um, who made a criminal referral to the Department of Justice, and there may be an indictment against McCabe imminently, um, you, you know, he thinks that, you know, he ought to be replaced or removed. I mean, isn't that the desperate actor words uh, of a guy who pretty much knows he's going down for the count? Uh, yeah, and especially given the fact that the DOJ has been protecting McCabe for 18-plus months now. Remember, the IG referred McCabe in, 2000, in April of 2018, and they still haven't figured out whether they're going to indict him or not. Uh, and, and as you pointed out, Greg, you noticed this in the IG report, there are recordations of McCabe lying to investigators. Right. Yeah. So give us the tapes. Right. He, he made false statements uh, at least twice, and then he's given a chance in a rec- audio recording to correct those statements, and he doubles down on it. And, you know, everybody knows this. CNN knew it. CNN knew uh, that there's a criminal referral against the guy that CNN hired, and he's on, you know, almost every day this morning, he's on talking about corruption. This guy is the symbol of corruption, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's in de- and there's this big problem at the FBI and, frankly, the Justice Department. We had documents that included McCabe's misconduct showing that there were 14 FBI agents and senior officials like McCabe who improperly leaked classified, right. sensitive or grand jury material. Not one of them were prosecuted. I yeah. think there was only one. Pro- and. and uh, uh, and many of them got away with even a lighter, uh, even a lighter punishment than the Office of Professional Responsibility but CNN recommended. CNN hired him, notwithstanding, probably because um, a month before the Mueller report came out, uh, McCabe went on CNN and said, "Gee, I, I think the president of the United States is, you know, may be a Russian agent." That is music to the ears of CNN, guaranteed to get you a job offer. To them, it's like Bach, Beethoven, and Mozart all rolled into one. Well, you know, when CNN hired Andrew McCabe to be a contributor, and, and no telling what they're paying him, they probably felt sorry for him and, and uh, giving him a huge contract. Who knows? But I do know this, <laughs> that, that uh, CNN is not doing themselves any any good with trying to get people to respect them as a news organization you look at the eyeballs that are watching cnn i think i heard somebody say if they didn't have exclusive contracts to be in airports they probably uh, be dipping down in the in the, in the hundreds or thousands uh you in tens of thousands hundreds of thousands for some shows we're talking about a nation of 335 million people folks <laughs> i mean you, you have more than that going to the little league baseball game across the country but listen that that 
I, I don't know where CNN. I don't know if they'll ever wake up. I don't know if they'll ever get a leader that wants to do news rather than being an activist uh, political organization. And that is, you see it, and they go, oh, we got someone. They don't have good conservatives. They may have a handful having a past, but anybody that stood up for Trump, almost all of them have been sacked and uh, given other, uh, just not renewed the contracts. And it's it's pretty ugly, really ugly. Now, Fox News will have some liberals coming on and try to do fair and balanced, but CNN is nothing fair and balanced. And they're always trying to pick on the same people. And they always have them outnumbered. And they always have liberal loud mouths and that just uh, don't give any time. So CNN's uh, ratings... Uh, if they keep uh, being a partisan hack like they have been, then I uh, maybe they'll go into double digits. And uh, maybe <laughs> sometimes some shareholders of these public companies, which own CNN, will maybe they'll rise up and say, hey, we've had enough. Um, I will say that continue watching Andrew McCabe. When I say watching him, I don't mean listen to CNN. Let's don't give him any more eyeballs. But I will say this. Let's watch, see what happens to Andrew McCabe. Is he a great American? I don't think so. Not lying, not not being a part of a uh, coup attempt, and that's an alleged coup. I hope our new Attorney General, Bill Barr, will really get down to it and let the American people know the truth. That's what people want to know. They want to know the truth. And that's what was happening on uh, the uh, Judiciary Committee. Everybody wants to hear the truth, but you got a clown as the chairman. And this chairman is, is uh, Congressman Nadler from New York. And he's so insecure, and he, he thinks so little of the Democratic Judiciary Committee members. The, and most of them are probably lawyers. The majority of them are lawyers on the Judiciary Committee. He does not have faith in them being able to ask decent questions, so he hires counsel for 30 minutes, goes nonstop like a court trial trying to wear down Corey Lewandowski. And I just have to tell you that the... Uh, the job and the what the intensity that uh, Corey Lewandowski went through, and he did an outstanding job. And then uh, there's a lot, there's a lot we can uh, talk about. But let me let me play this uh, three minute clip. It there was a lot that we could talk about. But let this hit some of the highlights. We'll talk about that, and then we'll get some more about uh, what happened on that four or five hour hearing going up. But let's uh, take a listen to this clip right here. When the president asked you to deliver his message to Sessions, did the president tell you that Sessions had already said no? Volume 2, one, page 107. Again, Congresswoman, I recognize that the privilege is not mine, but I've been this asked by the White public, House to... Uh, Congresswoman, I'd be happy to answer your question, or you can just have a conversation campaign. by yourself. But if you'd like to ask me a question, no, I'll be happy I, to I'm answer I'm going to continue. The reason is well, because... Well, then don't ask me a question if I'm you don't want to hear my answer. my time. This is a House judiciary, not a House party. So if you ask me a question, give me the opportunity to answer your question. Mr. Lewandowski, I'm going to put a slide up, and it's the words that President Trump dictated to you on July 19. Can you read what you wrote down? I'm happy to have you read it, Congressman. Well, why don't you want to read it, Mr. Lewandowski? I think you should afford me the same privilege you afforded Director Mueller. Would you like to read it? No, you're welcome to read it. Are you ashamed of the words that you wrote down? President Swalwell, I'm very happy of what I've written, but you're welcome to read it if you'd like. Are you, are you ashamed to read it out loud? 
I'm not ashamed of anything in my life, Congressman. Are you? Then why don't you read the words? Congressman, I've asked and answered your Mr. question. Why won't you read the words aloud? I've asked and answered your question, Congressman. If you'd like to read the words, you're welcome to. Mr. Lewandowski, is it correct that as reported in the Mueller report on June 19, 2017, you met alone in the Oval Office with the President? I said, is, is, is there a book and page number you can reference me to, please? I don't have a copy of the report in front of me. Volume 2, page 90. But I, I simply ask you, is it correct that as reported in the Mueller report on June 19, 2017, you met alone in the Oval Office with the President? Could you read the exact language of the report, sir? I don't have it available to me. I don't think I need to do that, and I have limited time. Did you meet alone with the President on that date? Congressman, I'd like you to refresh my memory by providing a copy of the report so I can follow along. I'm sorry, Congressman, what page was it? The clock should have been stopped and should remain stopped. Page, page 90, volume 2. Okay, and which paragraph, sir? I don't have it in front of me. I'd like a reference, sir, so I can follow along on what you're asking. Do you not have an independent recollection of whether you met with the president on that date? Congressman, I'm just trying to find in the Mueller report where it states that. Well, you have it in front of you. I gave you the, pres the, the page number. Okay, what, where on page 90 is it, sir? Mr. Chairman, you've got to start the clock. I think that this fake Russia collusion narrative is the greatest crime committed against the American people in our generation, if not ever. This is a president who was duly elected by the American people, and members of certain bodies refuse to accept those election results. If this were done by a different president to a different party, the same way it was done to Donald Trump, that person would already be thrown out of office and people would be in jail. But when you support Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, there's a different set of rules. I think the American people find it very unfair, and there's been no accountability at the highest levels of the government for the Pfizer abuse applications which transpired, the spying on Americans clearly in violation of the Fourth Amendment, or the lives that were ruined because they simply wanted to support a candidate for President of the United States, and I think it's shameful. Now, I should say that clip was actually put together by Blaze TV, and uh, we got that clip to let you hear just a, just a tiny bit of the highlights, but some of the frustrations, and, and the Democrats were fully frustrated. <laughs> and then did you hear Corey Lewandowski saying, President Swalwell, <laughs> because Swalwell's the first guy to drop out of the Democratic, uh, whatever, 25 or 30 of them running for president. And, you know, last week, saying that uh, uh the mayor of new york uh, uh dropped out of the presidential race i think trump had a couple of things to say about that uh, in fact let me just let me play that just a minute and then we'll talk more uh we're gonna have a break here in just a second let me play what trump had to say about uh mayor blasio of new york dropping out of the race for democratic nomination for president First up, Bill de Blasio, our wonderful mayor of New York City, dropped out. I know you, you're stunned by this, by, of the presidential race. He was polling at around 0% on a good day once in a while. He was at 1%. President Trump, of course, not missing an opportunity to have a little fun with all of this news. Watch this. I see that our part-time mayor will be now going back to New York, so he'll be able to work a little bit harder. But he dropped out of the presidential race a little while ago. Too bad. He had tremendous potential. He only had one real asset. You know what it was? Height. Other than, other than that, he had nothing going. And that was from uh, Fox News' Martha McCullough show. Now, uh, uh, 
Let me remind you, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're talking about the uh, circus, that uh, atmosphere, the three-ring circus, uh, the clowns that were pouring out of the uh, Democratic uh, control of the House Judiciary Committee and the, in the U.S. Congress, and it was it was really funny. We're gonna they, they, we got to get you a few more clips and listen to what happened last week. We're gonna do that, but let me remind you that not only you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Split and Politics right here on Web Talk Radio, but you're also uh, have the ability to go to the front page of uh, our show right here on Web Talk Radio, and you'll see. A book cover of a book. It's called Bedrock Truth. Just click on that. Should take you to the website where you can order the book Bedrock Truth. That's written by me and uh, Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarland. Love to get a copy of that book out to you. And also, just remind you that we have some archive shows and, and we've had some shows that uh, you just got to go back and listen to. Some really good shows uh, that. Um, it will cover some things you may not have heard before. I, again, uh, three or four weeks ago, go back in the archive, look for the show with uh, Patrick Burns, former CEO of Overstock. And, uh, you know, he's, he's been credited with helping start some blockchain companies. And the, and the blockchain, some people call it, the, it's like the beginning stage of Internet uh, phenomena that happened back in the uh, early 90s, mid-90s. And so... But he he resigned his position and go back and listen why because I mean he's caught up in all this uh, stuff they're waiting for Attorney General Barr to put together and let the American people know what really happened so please do that but now let's talk a little bit more or let's listen in to some of the hearings some of the highlights there of the uh, the Corey uh, Lewandowski hearing. That happened, and it looked like a three-ring circus last week because the Democrats, the Democrats, they're on that committee. They are the silliest. And, I mean, one thing I want to bring out, back in 2018, they wanted to get control of the House, and they told the American people, put us in a in position of leadership, and we will do things that will help the American people. And now doing this? They are spending their time doing this, and that's exactly what. Uh, let me just play a little bit from uh, the uh, minority leader there on the committee from uh, Georgia. Listen to what uh, Congressman Collins had to say about this crazy, crazy uh, set of circumstances. Well, thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you for introducing uh, this hearing, which is now, as you said, under the new rules. You know, it's sort of the old school, the old rules of the new rules, the new rules of the old rules. These were new these were rules that were here all along. And yet, here we go again. We're going to say that they're new because we like the packaging. I've never seen a majority so amazed with packaging in all my life. You know why? Because they can't sell what's inside. They can't sell the product. So they just keep packaging it differently. You know, I think we should call I agree with my chairman. I think we should call this for what it is. It's just another simple override hearing. In fact, no, I think it's actually become this. It has become, let's read the Mueller report for audiobook. That's what we've become. We had Mr. Mueller here. Had a long day of it. Judging by all accounts, it didn't go real well. For the purpose of what you've proclaimed for over nine months and almost two years, that there's impeachable offenses, as my chairman has said, clearly in the Mueller report. But here's the problem. Seventeen of the members of the Judiciary Committee have said that they think the president ought to be impeached. 
So why are we still investigating it? 17, you get some more. The problem is you don't have the votes. You don't have the numbers. And even if you got it out of this committee, you don't have it on the floor. That's your problem. So the thing that we're going to do is, is we're going to drag this committee through oversight hearings, talking about things that have been talked about at nauseum, at nauseum, at nauseum. We're going to talk about it. We're going to put filters up. We're going to say what it really is or really is not. While in all the things, we're going to try to imply that this president shouldn't be president. You know, it is really interesting to me that we just said, just heard just a moment ago, that it was said that these made-up rules at DOJ. Well, it's interesting that now they're made-up rules. They wasn't made-up rules when Obama administration used them. Were they made-up rules then? Just asking for a friend. You know, this is amazing. As we come into this situation, the, the chairman also said that while we're doing this and, and stopping committees from searching into products like the, the immigration issue and foreign influence, I just want to remind everybody here watching and everybody here to, to see the, the show today and also to remind the majority that they have complete jurisdiction over immigration. We have complete and total jurisdiction over immigration for the most part. All we have to do is if you want to fix the border, put a bill up. You don't want to do that. You like this. You like having the press here. You like the cameras. Because it makes it appear like something's happening that's not. But the real real thing is coming out starting, the American people are starting to get it. They're starting to get it that if you're just howling at the wind, you're not doing anything. You're making them think you are, but you're not. So don't tell me, don't bring to me immigration anymore that you want to deal with. You just want to bring administration officials in here and yell at them because what you don't like is happening. And I agree, we need to fix it. Bring us a bill. Bring my bill. Bring your bill. But do something about it. Quit talking about it. Foreign influence. The only real thing we all agree on in the Mueller report was foreign influence from Russia. But yet, where's the bill? Where's the bill? Where's Waldo? Where's the bill? We don't do anything about it. We like to talk about it. Because we... That was uh, Congressman uh, Collins from Georgia there. Uh, he was the uh, ranking member, meaning the minority, the Republicans there in the committee can't, can't get enough votes to get things out of committee or stop. But uh, several times they did bring up a point of order and had roll call votes. And to, to just uh, they, they brought up the amendment to just uh, – Stop the meeting and, and go home. And, and they get several roll call votes and good reasons for it. Of course, the Democrats would vote uh, no to that. And But anyway, it helped delay the meeting. And it made it look like a circus. They had to call roll several times uh, for different amendments. And Nadler really looked like a junior high kid that eaten too many hot dogs and sitting up there and 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 playing playing like he was uh, running a committee in congress i mean it looked like someone that is really not all together together there and i think it's an embarrassment to the democratic party and when when the democrats under nancy pelosi the house speaker said we are going to do things for the american people and and now you got this uh renegade runaway democratic chairman of the judiciary committee nadler uh, scared to death that the left's gonna uh primary him so he's got to look like he's doing something but he's wasting he's wasting the taxpayers time and money and uh, they love the TV cameras. And, of course, the media, they salivate to get words from Chairman Nadler because he says he's going to impeach this president. And <laughs> it, it's sad. It is sad in America that we got people so, so into hate. They hate this president so much that they would just 
uh, stop the Congress from doing anything that's productive for the American people. And I hope the overall American people, citizens and voters, will see what's going on and look at this footage and listen to these speeches. And take this right here, uh, some of uh, Representative Jeffrey's uh, questions and answers of uh, Lewandowski. Take a listen. Thank you, Mr. Nadler. Uh, before I begin, let me remind you, uh, Mr. Lewandowski, that this is not a Republican primary campaign. You are not on the campaign trail yet. This is the House Judiciary Committee. Act like you know the difference. You've never worked for the Trump White House in any official capacity, correct? That's right. But you do speak with President Trump with some regularity, true? I think it's a fair statement. In fact, during the summer of 2017, uh, according to testimony to the special counsel, you were summoned to the White House by President Trump on at least two occasions, correct? I don't believe the report says that, Congressman. Okay, well, you met with the president one-on-one on June 19th, 2017, and then again on July 19th, 2017, correct? Yes, I believe that's accurate. Okay, let's try to get some clarity on what exactly you do uh, for Donald Trump since you're not a government employee. Uh, you stated during the 2016 Republican National Convention that uh, I got the reputation as a tough guy. That's my reputation. Do you recall making that statement, Mr. Lewandowski? I don't. Okay. It's in the public record. Your job is to be Donald Trump's political enforcer, correct? No, I don't believe so. Let me ask the question another way. Are you the hit man, the bag man, the lookout, or all of the above? I think I'm the good-looking man, actually. Okay. President Trump told you on June 19th, 2017, to personally deliver a message to Attorney General Sessions that would have ended the criminal investigation into the Trump campaign, correct? I don't believe that's what the Mueller report states, no. President Trump wanted Attorney General Sessions to limit the special counsel's investigation to future incidents of election foreign interference, true? Which page is that on, Congressman? Uh, that's in the public record. It's in this hearing. It's in the Mueller report. Now, the White House has a legal protocol for presidential statements. Under the Presidential Records Act, uh, they must preserve all memos, letters, emails, papers, like the note he dictated to you. Uh, so you wrote down the president's message, which you then stored in a safe in your home. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. You told the special counsel that was your standard procedure with sensitive items, correct? Where is that reference in the report to it's you, sensitive vo- items? Volume 2, page 92. A matter Let me just of reference record. that one second, Congressman. You don't have you. to reference it. The president asked you, you to... You say re- page 90, Congressman? The president asked you to... Rec- reclaiming my time. The president asked you to record a message from him on June 19th because he wanted to hide his message from eventual disclosure. Isn't that right? No. Okay. But you never delivered the message to Jeff Sessions after that... June 19th meeting, true? That's accurate. Instead, you testified that you went on vacation, correct? I did. How long was your vacation, Mr. Lewandowski? Oh, it was lengthy. I think at least two weeks. At least two weeks. But you were summoned again to the White House on July 19th, 30 days after the original June 19th meeting, true? I believe that's accurate, yes. So you weren't on vacation the entire time, correct? 
Oh, I didn't say I was on vacation the entire time. I was on vacation for two weeks, Congressman. Right, but you still failed to deliver the message, and it had nothing to do, at least in part, to your so-called vacation. Um, now, the July 19th meeting occurred just a few days after new information came to light about Russian operatives meeting with high-level Trump campaign officials. When you're summoned to the White House after that July 19th meeting, by that time, you still hadn't delivered the message uh, to Jeff Sessions. You said to the president you would do it soon, according to volume two, page 93, correct? If that's what the report says, that's accurate. Okay. President Trump also asked you to deliver a message to Attorney General Sessions that if he didn't do what was requested, he would be fired, correct? Volume two, page 93. I think that's what was reported, yes. Okay. President Trump wanted you to intimidate Attorney General Sessions, correct? You'd have to ask President Trump that. Okay. Now, you stated earlier today that President Trump asked you to take down dictation, quote, many times. Is that correct? It is. But on page 91, volume 2 of the Mueller report, it states, quote, the president then asked Lewandowski to deliver a message to Sessions and said, quote, write this down, close quote. This was the first time the president had asked Lewandowski to take direct dictation. The first time. Those are not my words, Congressman. Those are the investigators' words. Right. Did you lie to Bob Mueller or are you lying to us? I didn't lie. Okay. You're not really here to tell the truth. You are here to participate in a continuing cover-up. Russia interfered with this election in sweeping and systematic fashion. The Trump campaign welcomed that assistance at the highest level. There were subsequent acts of obstruction of justice with respect to the investigation. The American people deserve to know the truth. Mr. Chairman. Gentlemen yields back. The gentleman, the gentleman, I think I was 19. Yes, that's rather lengthy. Uh, you know, each Congress person had uh, five minutes, and 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 the Democrats went over and over trying to get Corey Lewandowski to say something, to say something that they could say, gotcha, gotcha. And I have to say, he was grilled back and forth and back and forth, and I think he did a good job. And I think that uh, I hope he runs for Senate for New Hampshire. And I hope uh, he'll show that strong tactic. And I hope the people of New Hampshire say this is who we need to be our next senator. But saying all that, let me just say the clowns of the Democratic Party that are in the Judiciary Committee, and so many of them went to law school and have law degrees. And yet they were played by Corey Lewandowski of New Hampshire. And I just have to say, it was a circus. It was a circus because they have failed to deliver any kind of bills. You remember we played uh, Congressman Collins for the Republicans saying, give us a bill. Put a bill on there to help immigration. Don't just be yelling at people. Don't be yelling and don't be this fishing expedition going on trying to hurt Trump. We need to have a bill and do something for the American people. So I, I say ditto. Congratulations, Doug Collins, to see what the American people want. And I hope the Democrats, the clowns that they are, will be sent packing from leadership in 2020. Hey, 
You've been listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We've got another great show coming up next week, October. It's around the corner, folks. Can you believe it? <laughs> it's been a long, hot summer. And will things cool off this fall? <laughs> they may on the outside, but somehow I think on the inside of Washington, D.C., it's going to get a little hotter. Stay tuned right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.